Welcome to On Air, a podcast by Fempelab. We host bi-weekly discussions with inspiring founders and professionals from all around the world to talk about their journey, aspirations, and the power of connection. My name is Clara, and I'm the co-founder of Fempelab, a career development platform for women. Today, I'll be chatting with Zuzana Maderová. Zuzana is a senior VP of business development and expansions at Enehano and co-founder of Hilta. Zuzka is also active in diversity and inclusion project BID Human and works on creating a female angel investor network. With Zuzka, we'll talk about how she got into business after studying translation, about time management when juggling so many different projects and much more. Stay tuned. Hi, Susanna. Thank you for taking the time to record this episode of Fempelet podcast with me. Thank you very much for having me here. And it's so great to be uh, connected in this way during these crazy times. Exactly. And I hope this will also bring some more human connection to the, to the living rooms of, of our listeners. Zuska, I would like to ask you an opening question. And that is, when you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> it's a very nice question and um, it was changing I think that um, it's similar for uh, also others so when I was really at uh, my first class I wanted to be a teacher because I admire my teacher <laughs> and I was like she's doing so uh, she was doing so great job I was like I really want to be a teacher later on I wanted to be a lawyer but then I think during the high school when we got this um, this uh, subject about society stuff and so I was like no this is not the way to go and then yeah I finished uh, university at uh, interpreting and translating of English and Portuguese so it was changing and even in the end of the day what I studied I am not working with that field yeah are you (laughs) are you doing at least something close to teaching uh mentoring so it's a way of teaching uh for me, it's actually a really um, great way how to learn new stuff, to have a mentor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have had mentors for, I would say, five or six years already. They are changing, but I'm really all the time I am trying to have someone who is advising me in different um, areas of my life. Uh, so I, I am considering mentoring as, a, as well, how to, how to learn and how to as well teach if you mm-hmm. are a mentor. Are you active as a mentor now? Yeah, I am currently mentoring uh, one amazing lady. I am mentoring her in sales and marketing and how to um, to get her um, services and products, which she is working on, uh, to more you know customers and change the companies for that because I really believe in what she is doing. And as well, I I am helping one. I was active at Isaac. Uh, which is still a student-run organization. Like when I was at the university, it was much more active, had much more members. Um, and I am uh, actually mentoring one um, one girl. She's now working for ISEC in Bratislava and mentoring her in like how to motivate volunteers and so because it's a volunteering organization. And uh, anytime someone asks me about, you know, like... Uh, what is difficult so from my perspective one of the most difficult is to motivate volunteers because you cannot say then you know you are fired because they work for free 
and you are like kind of lucky and happy that they work and so you are motivating them through more like you know the vision the goal so i am helping her in her leadership style that's amazing so mentoring is the new teaching for you so we can say that you <laughs> fulfilled your dream <laughs> in a way awesome so uh taking the step back um more about you you're originally from slovakia uh you're you spent about five years working in prague and lately you've been traveling a lot across the ocean or europe uh, to lead your company's expansion to the us and also other european countries can you tell us a little bit more about your life and work journey and how did it reveal itself in front of you yeah so i i have been for five years in Prague already. It's, it's, the time is running so fast. And um, I actually, ne- I had ne- never wanted to live in Prague, to be honest. Uh, so when I was like uh, ending my one year of leading ISEG in Slovakia, um, I, I wanted, to, and I was already ha- accepted to work um, in Netherlands for uh, uh, one corporation, uh, ING and uh, to belgium because i really wanted to live abroad you know like i was like uh studying at slovakia i was doing erasmus in portugal but it was just one year and i was like after after i finished with this i will go live abroad and czech republic and is I not met... abroad <laughs> no that's, that's, that's i'm coming to that that and then i then i met the founder of stafino uh which is a slovak startup it was my first job and he was like uh i was going there to offer him some interns from ISEC, like international interns. And in the end of the meeting, he was like, but I want that you work for me in any project you want. And he was saying that he, he just found this startup, which is called Safino, it's kind of custom experience tool. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. So what's the offer? And I told him, I want to live abroad. So he called me in two days, if Prague is abroad, I was like, oh, it's not abroad. <laughs> But you know, like the, ex- the experience and the, the thing that I really want, I was launching Czech market uh, for the for the startup was really interesting. That I actually I was kind of leading my startup, but not kind of the taking all the risks, if you know what mm-hmm. I wanted to say. So I was like, yeah, let's do that. And actually, thanks to that experience, I kind of launched my next career. That um, and thanks to that, I am more than five years helping different startups to expand to new markets. Like it mm-hmm. started uh, then Stafino was not just to Czechia, but as well other markets in Central Eastern Europe or even UK, Turkey. Then I worked for one fintech, helping fintech uh, helping them launch in um, Central and Eastern Europe. And then now I'm working for one Czech company, Anehano is a Salesforce partner and have, launching them in the US and recently Baltics and Nordics. So actually, thanks to that, I moved to Prague, where I didn't want to move, uh, where like the more my career and passion, uh, launching uh, companies in new markets started. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. So one connection and yeah. a totally new career path for, for multiple years and a new, a new hometown, we could say. Yeah. Yeah, like like long termly, I know that I want to live back in Slovakia. Like my my fiance, he's also Slovak, and we know that we want to give back to the country, uh, which actually in the end of the day uh, brought us up, right? But uh, it's still not the time. <laughs> I totally get it. Um, that all the talent 
leaves their country for for gaining experience and knowledge. Um, but it's better if they don't stay there <laughs> and help improve our countries too. So uh, totally understand your your decision. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Zuska, I, I have you under my radar for, for a long time, but I myself have a little bit of a problem keeping track of all your business activities. <laughs> Can you tell us what you're working on right now? Hmm. Yeah, so even me, sometimes I'm like, I, I should, uh, you know, like um, kind of reduce some of the activities and I'm slowly getting there and creating the project of mine. Uh, and uh, trying to work on them. Uh, so currently, as I mentioned, I am helping this uh, Salesforce partner, so for one company, uh, and helping them to expand to new markets. Uh, so it's a Czech company, 50 plus people, based in Prague, but as they want to expand and create other branches, I'm helping them. Then I co-founded Status Quack, which is a design studio uh, where we um, actually, like, uh, in um, one sentence, we change ideas into real products and services. It sounds really easy, but it's uh, like a long process of like, you know, all the research, doing the prototype MVP and so. And uh, in um, in few weeks, the company uh, will be called Kilta.com because we are changing um, it from agency to kind of marketplace of uh, where you could hire Mm, not just designers but professional experts from central and eastern europe so now currently we are working on rebranding and changing the business model and um, as well there are two other activities which are super recent and i'm just starting them one is um diversity and inclusion project because um, as i was mentioning like i was living in many different um, countries but as well working abroad and what I really realized, what is super important to, to companies reach great results, have innovative uh, ideas, is to have diverse and inclusive company culture. Uh, so currently, and recently, we launched a research uh, in Czechia and Slovakia and want to map the market and based on the results of the research, actually launch kind of solution or products. We still don't know what it will be. Because, yeah, uh, we believe that the first should map. And the second is, um, the super recent is Club for Female Angels Investors. Uh, it should be dedicated for Central and Eastern Europe as well. Because I really believe that the power of the region, uh, Central and Eastern Europe, is growing. And even when I was last year living in, in San Francisco, the region was mentioned there many times from the perspective of you know like great tech talent uh but these guys are not just you know like having tech um guys who are leading the teams but they are bringing the business ideas here so i believe that um later on these tech guys because now they take us more and they, like you know, they are developers and we will have offshore development but they are led by business guys from the u.s so in the end of the day, this um, the business approach and ideas, how, how the, we can say Americans or Western Europe are doing sales and marketing will we'll come here and we will learn that. So I believe that the region will grow a lot. Uh, so yeah, we are building the, um, 
uh, female angel network, which is for now kind of a little bit paused because you know no one knows uh, what what will happen and if people will or will do angel investment uh, because yeah, angel investment is like investing uh, not so huge amount of money, but still once this crisis, the angel investors maybe will not invest into risk startups or the risky mm-hmm. thingy, right? So. The Alumnus Investment Club should kind of not do investment and education for women about angel investment. So it's kind of on hold now and I dedicate more time to this diversity and inclusion mm. project and Kilta. Awesome. So that's it. Thank <laughs> you so much for, for clarifying and structuring all your all your projects and businesses. Um, so you're basically juggling four different things, sometimes even more. Uh, how does your usual workday look like? If you can somehow how, describe how you manage time for yourself. Mm-hmm. So I usually plan like uh, my week um, on kind of like uh, Sunday evening, sometimes Monday morning, depending uh, what's uh, like on my Sunday schedule. Now it's more Sunday evening because the Sundays uh, last four Sundays are the same in quarantine, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> But yeah, so I plan my week and do kind of like, you know, time blocks. There are some things I can't kind of, you know, postpone. Like uh, when I have regular calls from the Anahana, which is the, the company I work um, most of my time for. Um, but other blocks I kind of uh, schedule based on the amount of hours I want to dedicate that week. And as is needed, because one week is more hours needed to go to Kilta, one week is more going to this diversity and inclusion project. So based on that, I plan my plan my schedule on a on a Monday morning or yeah Sunday evening. And yeah, I try to keep that. I put it into the calendar. Sometimes uh, like people ask me if I don't you know like move it, and yeah, no, I'm like kind of really strict with this. Is I have a Yeah, if there is something super crucial, like, you know, the customer is not happy or something is happening, I am fine with that. But if there is nothing super crucial, I, I try to keep it there because otherwise I will not manage that. So that's how I try to work on that. That's really good that you learned to stick to it, to what you plan. And actually, I still use a physical journal. Oh. <laughs> because you know like uh, no no people are so online but i use physical journal uh, my fiance he is he he has his own company and they are doing this the journal mm-hmm. the journal mm-hmm. so i'm using that kind of i have to write but no, <laughs> no i really like it so um i am still a person that i need to have uh some stuff written down Mm-hmm. I think that's very handy because if you have it online, you probably feel that you can always like move it around. <laughs> if you have yeah, it written down, <laughs> you're like crossing it. You don't really want to do that. So that's a great idea. No, that's actually uh, a good point. And so at the end of the day, sorry to interrupt, like I, there is a place where you can thank, um, you know, like for, I don't know, the call, the meetings or something small, which happened during your day, you know, that, You got an ice cream during these uh, um, days, so it's also a nice habit for me. You know that in the end of the day, to thank for the day that what happened there. So, yeah, uh, I really like uh, the structure of it, and uh, as you said, the the feeling that you can cross something, you will never have it online. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's totally right. Yeah. 
Okay, that definitely inspires me to work more on my weekly weekly schedule because I, I am used to planning uh, on a day-to-day -day basis, which I know is not the most effective. Zuzi, <laughs> you already mentioned that in the very beginning that you studied translation of, of English and Portuguese. And you also mentioned that uh, the moment you met one of the founders of Stafino, the startup, it's more or less steered your way towards business and tech world. Uh, do you still somehow do translations or does your education come in play in your current career? Unfortunately, I am not. I have uh, the best friend of mine, uh, like actually my university schoolmate. She she's a translator for the European Union, but not me. Mm. That's no job for me. Like, you know, I cannot, for example, if, if you are a translator, you are uh, sitting all the day, you know, in one room and translating. Uh, mm. So I cannot imagine to do that. Totally. All right, Zuska, we, we discussed uh, a bit about your journey, about the education that didn't translate into your current career, but that it was more the connections or the connection that led you where, where you are. Um, mm -hmm. And this is the case in so many people I see and in myself, of course, too. I'd like to ask, who are the other people who helped you get where you are today? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a uh, really nice question. And as, as you said, like, you know, like, I really like because of this that my career was so changing and was not uh, predictable at all. I really like this sentence from Steve Jobs when he said, you know, the dots are connected once you look in the past or in the future, you know. Even like the new project I started, like this Lumus and this diversity and inclusion is, I met some some ladies and then we started to talk and, you know, like uh, once you are open for new stuff, I, I really believe that it come and you never know in, in that moment, but you will know like later on, right? Mm. That, that, that was the moment. As I never, I never, I was never thinking that the moment I was at the office of the startup founder that I would work for him. But yeah, then, then it changes. But like the people, uh, sorry to jump into different topic. Um, uh, I don't want to say, sound as a cliche, but for sure it's, it's my mom. You know, like um, I'm coming from a super small village. Uh, my my parents, they, they don't have you know, university education in their high school because they have a really difficult childhood but like I, re I really remember when I was small and wanted to be a teacher in that time like I was uh, my mom is a tailor I was working as a tailor like on our, our street when I lived our like um, my family house and I was going from the school and going there and I was like writing my homeworks while she was working and she was like you know helping me with stuff so she actually made it me you know this uh striving that you really need to deserve something and you have to go for it you know and you just the one way how to do it is to do it you know there is no other shortcut just so and yeah as well like i without her support and support of my father like i will never be where i am and i really mean that uh the second for sure is um, my best friend, uh, Carolina, I already mentioned her. 
She she's working um, as um, interpreter at European Union in Brussels. Uh, she was all the time supporting all my crazy ideas. Like now I'm dedicating my time to four projects, but there were so many projects before I was like, oh, let's do this. And I actually started and then I, <laughs> then I was like, oh, this doesn't make sense. <gasps> and she was all the time, you know, supporting me. And, and But as well saying me that's not a good way or you should already step. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and last but not least is, is my fiancé, uh, who, uh, who has a similar background as me. He's also um, working about startup, having his own company, and he's so supportive uh, in anything I do. And uh, he actually can see immediately on me that that's something which, uh, which uh, I am really keen on and when I am really bored. Uh, and <laughs> you know, or when I don't like what I what I'm currently working on, uh, so when he see that I uh, there is something what I'm keen on, he's so supporting us and I should do that or this guy should do that. So yeah, I would say mainly these three people in my life. Awesome. So getting feedback uh, from all of them, not only about the content on what you're working on, but more so on how it seems that it makes you feel. <laughs> I think that's also very important. Um, <laughs> you already mentioned that your soon-to-be husband has a very similar background to yours, is similarly busy uh, from this fast-moving startup environment. How do you help each other out so that you both can grow in your careers and stay sane? Mm. Yeah, so uh, first of all, is like, I would say like, uh, mutual understanding or how to say you know like um as i already mentioned like um he's working on his own company's journal thingy they started to do also other stuff like posters and so but you know like it's uh it's a big business so before christmas like mm-hmm. uh two months before christmas as is the year journal um there you have they have a peak and he's responsible for marketing sales and organization uh so actually like any week and during the weekends there is happening so many design markets so i i don't mm-hmm. see him at all and all the evenings he's just you know working on, on marketing and so and so from my perspective a huge huge uh mutual understanding and support that you you kind of know that he has to do that you know like he or she mm-hmm. has to do that to uh and as well once you see that it's something she or he in my case it's you but like you know mm-hmm. <laughs> uh really wants wants then i would say that um mm, that's that's the main like and as well as i said like on one side he sees when i am happy working on some projects and even it's later evening or you know like uh in the morning when you wake up is the first thing you do uh like um but uh i i know i I can see the same you know like i see when he's looking at something he really loves but also then are the moments when the projects doesn't go in the way you don't like and at that time it's sometimes even more needed that you have the support of the other um of of someone you are you know spending your or your free time most of your mm-hmm. free time together because uh support and sometimes when you see there is no way and someone says yeah there is still a way that's great and uh it's not just in our case it's not just the you know this um 
kind of the emotional health or emotional psychological let's mm-hmm. say but as well like as he has also marketing sales profile he helps me you know he gives me feedback on some stuff uh, like recently we launched this research and he was like editing some stuff you should do this in this way how do you plan to launch it you have to launch it this time so he actually gives me a lot of tips and tricks mm-hmm. How do you let off steam or are you able to sh- shut off everything for, for some time or are you those who are working even when in the mountains? No, like, uh, actually in during yoga, uh, I can already do that because I have been doing yoga for four years now. But my first yoga classes for sure, I couldn't do that. Like I was still thinking. Uh, but the way, the, the why I actually really like yoga is that it's so difficult to to breathe correctly, to hold the position correctly, uh, and in between to think about the business or something. <laughs> so that's why I like yoga that you really have to focus. And uh, and as well, like in the evening, there is um, a time when I say like, okay, just let's go watch something or read a book. Mm-hmm. So I already can, like for sure, like like a year or two or a year ago even, I. I, I still was, you know, like working a lot and thinking even during, you know, like off time, not yoga, but mm. other off time. But um, now I really enjoy the time when I just have a, you know, like a book and just read and don't think about the other stuff. And sometimes, you know, like you, again, like connect those reading a book and have an idea. And that's also great to have, a paper or some something and uh, where you can put it or can to do mm-hmm. it like an app because like once I put it there I kind of you know like can continue in in just reading not thinking about it mm-hmm. so that's a way if there is something I I come across and it can disrupt uh, my not working time I just put it down or write it down and that's like as well from my perspective is good you know to find inspirations in other stuff but uh, like in books like they are one of the most uh, inspirative stuff like what when you read a book about um, any topic from my perspective because you can bring a story uh, to your new project and so but there is uh, the way how I figure out that you can still focus even you got an idea uh, to end up reading book without just thinking about uh, what's there in mind it's bright enough thank you Susie. you mentioned at the very beginning again uh, the power of of having a mentor or being a mentor to someone to structure your thoughts and and teach <laughs> to fulfill <laughs> your passion uh, and you also mentioned that you have or you've had multiple mentors in the past five years What are the areas where you be where you were searching for for advice uh, from from a mentor? Mm-hmm. That's a nice question. Um, for sure, it was like when I was opening any new market. Um, it was uh, I was searching for someone who already succeeded at that market because there is a lot. I receive a lot of questions like, so I want to expand to Romania. What I should do? Mm. And it's all the time different when you have a different solution, different product. Um, um, yeah, the, every market is different. Yeah, there are some similarities how you can structure your kind of steps, what should be the first, second, third. But then the next steps, it's it's so different, right? 
Um, so anytime I was opening a new market, uh, I was searching for a mentor who succeeded at that market. And as well, I was searching um, a few years ago for someone who was helping me with uh, how to construct uh, the presentation and present I, yeah, presentation skills uh, mm -hmm. in a way that you convince someone for your idea. It was a super nice guy from Bruno, actually. Awesome. And uh, last but not least, it was as well this, uh, and I don't want to call it work-life balance because uh, I don't think that there is a work and there is life. It's mm -hmm. it's so super connected. Um, um, we we called it work-life integration. <laughs> Currently, <laughs> <That's really nice. laughs> work-life integration. And uh, yeah, I have someone who was helping me with that because I really like how he was doing that. So I I got few mentoring uh, sessions from him mm. that's amazing is there any eye-opening idea that he gave you that you had no idea you could you could take into practice that you could highlight for our listeners mm. like for sure one is and it's you should you know do what you love and in that way you know there is actually there is no work and i know that it's not easy for everyone to do that and that's why i i don't want to say that it's like eye opening mm -hmm. but you can do it in a small steps right that uh, from there you, you you shouldn't if you like yoga and you want to be yoga teacher you shouldn't from day one to you know like get um uh, decide to leave the company and open your yoga studio but you can go small steps in that mm -hmm. and in the end of the in like in few years you can have your own yoga studio that was a good example but i believe like once you have that in mind you have the end goal and you you have as i already mentioned open eyes when you are meeting other people to get inspiration get mentors get founder then you will get to that so uh have it in in mind even sounds cliche but i really believe in that that's that's uh one thing you have in your own hands Thank you so much for sharing. Mm -hmm. Zuska, we talked about the past and present. Uh, what, is, what is next for you? Uh, for this year, for sure, I would like to finish um, and, and launch, launch actually the Diversity and Inclusion Project. Mm -hmm. As I mentioned, we still don't know the way, how, like the solution or the product, what it will be. We know that uh, for now, we are doing research and as well, we would like to share stories of successful diverse companies. And all like all the time since my ISAC kind of career or when I was my involvement, better say, I know that I want to work on a project which is in some way changing the way how people think, how companies think and uh, how they prioritize stuff. And as I really believe that diversity and inclusion is important. Uh, I want to dedicate my time to that, and as well, we are we are changing the Kiltan, how Kiltan will work, mm -hmm. and I really believe in this kind of marketplace. When on the one side you have um, freelancers, on the other side you have companies, and they they need what they need. Uh, as the whole business of agencies and mainly now is so changing, so to successfully launch these two projects is for me the most important and yeah i should have a wedding <laughs> <laughs> this year 
uh, with no one else. Sometime uh, this year, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When it will happen? Uh, I'm already making fun, you know, like, hopefully I will get married this year. So let's see. <laughs> let's see. Have a few backup, backup dates and hopefully it will still happen someday. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you. But it's good that, you know, like, um, you can kind of already joke about it as, as we were mm, discussing before we started to record. It's just a small stuff when I compare with what others are going through during this quarantine. So it will happen in some way on some day. Exactly. <laughs> you just have to remain flexible and it will happen. Agile. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, where can we find out more about either of your projects and about yourself? So I'm a LinkedIn user. So you can find me on LinkedIn, uh, get, uh, get in touch there with me. Uh, feel free to um, message me there. And then, yeah, Kilta, it's livekilta.com. Um, I can maybe, like, you know, put it into the notes mm-hmm. here. So these two things and yeah, about the, the new projects you will for sure find on my LinkedIn. <laughs> awesome. We'll do that. Uh, one last closing question before I let you go, Zuzka. It's an obligatory one. Um, are there any women from your surrounding that you really admire and would like to give a official shout out to? Mm-hmm. This is a nice question. Hmm. There are many, more of them, so I don't know like, who mm-hmm. to mention. <laughs> so one of them uh, is actually Margaret Starka. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a founder of BDNA, and I really love about her, her passion for what she's doing. And as well, her approach to studying. You know, he, she is really, when you say integrity, uh, she's the person fulfilling on 100% and that's mm. what I really love about her and and she's mom of two children two, two boys and that one and uh, the second is also a friend of mine uh, she she's founder of Popiski I don't know if you know Popiski not it's, yet um, it's Popiski with Y you mm-hmm. know after P and uh, it's an Instagram profile for now, but they are, you know, kind of uh, touching the women uh, topics. Mm-hmm. And uh, she just, you know, quit her job and decided to dedicate full time to this. They, like they managed to get within one year more than 10,000 followers on Instagram. So it's drawings, um, you know, like uh, describing funny, but as well, like normal moments from women life. That's amazing. Um, so is it like the taboo female uh, topics that we usually at, or at least in many of Czech homes I guess are not used to talk about so she's openly discussing those right exactly like all okay. these you know like menstruation and, and you know like how it is if you uh, are one uh, woman and you have three brothers you know and mm-hmm. <laughs> all these funny moments you can imagine it's uh, they are amazing and uh, I really like you know like um, her passion and Actually, she decided, like, when she was thinking, like, how to launch a project, she was like, let's do it. Like, how to connect people, it's through humor. So that's why they decided to create. So, yeah, I can also share it in, in the notes or something. That's super <laughs> cool that you have that you have girlfriends that do this amazing stuff. And 
one of the reasons I, I ask this question is because this podcast should be about the power of connection and about all the inspiring women that we are surrounded by. So thank you for, for sharing that. And you can tell them they're amazing today. <laughs> I will do so. Yeah. Like the questions actually reminds like how great people you are surrounded by. So I can be just really thankful for having them around. <laughs> exactly. Let's end it on that thankful note and i would like to uh also thank you for for your time for sharing your journey your learnings with our listeners and i'll be looking forward to to staying in touch with you outside this podcast too thank you as well clara once again <laughs> having me and um if you want to approach me feel free to do so and i'm more than happy to help thank you so much and stay safe And that's a wrap, but the fun doesn't have to stop here. If you have any questions, guest suggestions or feedback, shoot us an email to podcast at fanpalat.com. To learn more about our community, head over right now to Fanpalat Instagram or Facebook and get involved. Thank you for listening and join us in two weeks for the next episode of On Air, a podcast by Fanpalat. <laughs>